Welcome to the Cutaways Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Justine. So, I don't know if you've listened to our show before, but I wish you would so that we don't have to explain this every single episode. But we will. <laughs> but we will anyway. Um, so every week, we use Netflix to watch a romantic comedy using their romantic comedy subcategory. So we're watching every romantic comedy that they have in chronological order. We started all the way back in 1918 with I Don't Want to Be a Man. And it's been a lot of fun so far. So what are we watching today, Justine? Today we are watching 1948's Miranda, or as we like to say, Miranda. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it's going to be the whole episode. (laughs) Oh, River. If you... If you haven't seen Firefly or uh, Serenity, Serenity, there's a planet. There's something wrong with you, is all I'm going to say. Oh, yeah. Joss Whedon should be in your soul. Um, Okay, so it's an hour and 20 minutes, which is pretty short. Um, Just an 80-minute film. Um, So get this. After an alluring mermaid rescues a physician from drowning, she insists that he take her to London, but soon begins pining for her watery home. It stars Glynis Johns, Googie Withers, Griffith Jones, and directed by Ken Anakin, and Netflix has given it two and a half stars and said it's goofy. Yeah, it sounds like it's goofy. Mm -hmm. It sounds a lot like Splash. Like, yeah. I haven't this seen Splash. Splash in a very long time, but I used to love it when I was a kid. So, you'll have to tell me if you've seen it. Oh, I've totally seen it. Tom Hanks and The Mermaid. Mm-hmm. I don't remember her name, but she's like... Gets, she was very popular in the 80s. Yeah, she gets uh, washed up in the New York Harbor and has like on this boat wearing just a t-shirt and then meets Tom Hanks and then they want to get married, but she wants to go home. Yeah, this sounds just like that. Yeah. Just, it takes place in London. Is this a British movie? I don't know. It doesn't say. There's a, I wish it did say on Netflix. I know, like, it. I've, I've seen later on movies, and the only thing that they say in the categories is, like, international mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Um, But it doesn't say the country of origin right there right away, so normally it isn't until we do our research where we see where... We add it on there. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, you ready to go watch it? Yeah. Alright. Okay, guys, we just watched Miranda. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I did not like it at all. <laughs> no. I liked it. Yeah. I was just very frustrated with her character. A lot. She's a mermaid. She's a mermaid, but she, like, try- was trying to come off all innocent and sweet and cute, and I knew exactly what she was doing, and it was just like, you, you are a homewrecker. Look at you, kissing all the men, making them fall in love with you. She doesn't have our human rules. Well, yeah, but, ugh. She's still a human. She's played by a human. We're just talking about in-movie. Okay. <laughs> So, we begin Miranda, we meet this uh, well-to-do couple, we know they're well-to-do because they're schmancy, they live in a schmancy house, and they have a maid and chauffeur and all people like that. Um, and they're talking about going on holiday. Oh yes, this is a British movie, so they're talking about going on vacation. Yes, they're going on holiday. Um, to Cornwall. Yeah. But, um, 
the wife, uh, I don't remember her name. Claire. Claire. She doesn't want to go fishing with Paul. Paul just wants to go fishing, fishing holiday. So he's like, I'll go fishing holiday by myself. A bachelor holiday. Yep. So yeah, we cut immediately to him fishing. Yeah. And then we cut immediately to seeing our mermaid. There was no like... There was, was no setup. It was just like three minutes in, we were seeing mermaid. This is yeah. like, there it is. There she is. And then he's drowning. Well, they fall into the tank. Because this is not the ocean at this point. Yeah, when, yes, in this drowning sequence, when he's fallen over his boat in this drowning sequence, clearly this underwater photography has taken place in a tank because you can see a wall behind them. (laughs) Well, even when they were doing the setup with her playing with the um, lure in the water, Mm -hmm. which eventually, like, pulls him in, um, you can tell that they were in, like, some form of fish tank because they... It was not that deep for the ocean, and they've just, like, decorated it with fish tank uh, decorations. Like, there's the fake seaweed moving around behind her, and mm-hmm. she doesn't have a shirt on, so you you could only... They only could shoot her from the back mm-hmm. while swimming, so, yeah, that was that was interesting. It, it's no Harry Potter. It's no Little Mermaid. <laughs> it's no Splash. Splash took this this story and made it much better. It's true. It would have been much better if it was Splash, but it's not. It was a completely different story. Yes. Yes, it was. Um, This all happens really quickly. He's drowning. She kind of grabs him, and then they cross, and then he's, like, waking up, waking up, and she's singing to him, just like in The Little Mermaid. Sort of, but except she, like, stays and freaks him way out. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, Ma, I must have bumped my head because he sees that she has a tail, which is being pulled by, like, fishing (laughs) wire (laughs) off screen. It was so bad. I was like, oh, my God, you can see the fishing wires. It's flopping the tail. It's, like, not discreet at all. No, it's just there. And every time it moves, you get that weird shimmer. The light hits the, the... the cabling very clearly and even even it, because it's black and white you can tell mm-hmm. even with the black and white which i feel like it would be way worse if it was color i would have liked to see this in color well apparently the sequel is there is a sequel for this movie it's not on our list currently but netflix I mean, could change that it's on netflix we could watch it ashley doesn't want to watch it <laughs> What's it called? Mad About Men? Yeah. So, these movies basically were just made because of the main actress who played Miranda is was a well-known singer in Britain. It is based time. off a play. It is based off of a play. Um, so, that's why they made these movies. and As a vehicle for her? Yes. Um, so, yeah, and she goes, I'm a mermaid! And then they cut out to some people on the dock concerned about where Paul is for some reason that we never see Yeah, again. they're, ne- well, they're, they come back once more. Once more it. to just the random dude smoking a pipe, like, looking out at the sea. Barely concerned. Yeah, it's, it doesn't make a lot of sense as to why we're getting these dudes, but whatever. Seriously, if it has nothing to do with furthering your story, cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This is what... This is our editing advice to you. <laughs> Free advice. Yep. Um, and then she's brushing her hair with, like, this plastic comb that looks like you get it at a Barbie set. 
It looked like one that I had that actually was made for the Little Mermaid set. Mm-hmm. With, like, the little seashell on yeah. the top. Yep. That's yep. what it looked like. Mm-hmm. It was weird. And he's like, let me go. And she's like, nah. So pretty much she has kidnapped him and brought them into this cave that he can't get out of because he can't swim or whatever. But he can't. Whenever she sings, the ocean rises. That's what happened. He tried to swim mm. out of the cave, and she started singing, and the ocean rose up, so it blocked his path. He would have had to hold his breath for way too long to yeah. actually exit. So she won't let him go, but he's like, man, I sure am hungry, though. So she dives down and gives him a live fish, and he's like, I don't eat this. <laughs> and she's like, oh, all right. So she goes back to his boat and gets his picnic basket and brings him back the food that he brought and then they cuddle yeah she this is the part where i wrote down she's crazy (laughs) well i wrote down at this point that miranda is the only character's name i know because her he says her name six times within the first meeting of her yeah because she's always like i like the way you say my name say it again and then they go miranda 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 I was like, I think she only asked you to say it once. (laughs) I don't know. Dudes be weird. Okay, so then they strike a deal. She's like, okay, I will keep you unless you take me with you on land and take me to London and see all the things I want to see. Yeah, she wants to see Buckingham Palace and she wants to go to the opera Mm -hmm. and she just wants to see London as it is because she's been reading it in her... uh, She's been reading about it in her Vogue magazine. Yeah, she's got quite the collection of Vogue. (laughs) I don't know how. She she lives near a fishing port. Mm -hmm. Vogue is, I don't, that doesn't seem like a magazine that would be prevalent within that area. There's a couple things happen. He calls somewhere to order her clothes. He's in Cornwall. She, he calls um, the designer that designs most of his wife's clothes. So all of her dresses and evening gowns and stuff. So he's already has basically like a contract with this dude. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he needs him to make her make Paul some dresses that are what twice the the normal length. He's like add a foot to the bottom of the length. Yeah, which clearly did not help in this instance because I saw her feet several times. Mm. Bad costume designing. Yeah, and then we get back to a scene with his wife, whose name is Isabel. No, it's Claire. Claire and her friend Isabel. There you go. (laughs) Claire and Isabel, they're gabbing, they're best friends. Isabel lives above her, which I'm like, we should get a flat. And then... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, the wife drops a line of he's going to arrive tonight and he's bringing this this invalid Old old lady. Yeah, his wife is assuming that this is an old lady, so either Paul lied to her to convince her to let him bring her. He just didn't drop all the details. He said, I'm bringing a patient, and she can't walk. And she got old lady out of that. Yeah, I don't know how. But, and... She's jealous. Yeah, she's jealous. And they've ordered oysters and fish. So, the husband comes back first, or whatever, but then... The chauffeur, Charles, has been ordered to drive Miranda around so the husband can smooth things out a little. With his wife. With his wife. So we have a scene with Charles taking Miranda to see Buckingham Palace, and she's a big flirt with him. Yeah, this is why I think that 
she knew exactly what she was doing. Yeah, I know. I feel like, yeah, she intended to... Because she's a mermaid. She's a siren. I know. That's what they do. It's not like... I know. That's why I didn't buy the whole innocent act. Mm-hmm. It just came off as... I was just waiting for her to eat them all, but it's not a horror movie. <laughs> but maybe there is a horror well, movie. Well, she kept eating all the goldfish. Oh, poor housefish. And they have to carry her everywhere. Yeah, because wheelchairs, I guess, were not a big thing. Mm-mm. Though there was a wheelchair in this it's at one point. The nurse had to bring it. He had to call the nurse to order oh. the wheelchair. So they didn't have it yet. But still, at this point, no one really cared to use the, the wheelchair. Everybody was just like, oh, let me carry you. Yeah, Charles enjoyed carrying her. Paul enjoyed carrying her. And then Isabel's fiancé really enjoyed carrying her. Da-da-da-da, nurse shows up. Da-da-da-da. Charles is liking her. Then there's bedtime, and she's singing. In her bathtub. While everybody's going to bed, they hear this operatic singing. Yeah. Um, and then it's breakfast, and the nurse brings the wheelchair. And then, so I feel like we're breezing through this, but seriously, they were really, like, quick vignettes. Yeah, it was very quick, and then there were, there were weird, like, cuts off in between mm-hmm. the scene, like... He would say something, and they would cut him off in the middle of a sentence, and then just fade quickly into the next scene. Yeah. And it didn't... I don't know, that was very frustrating for me. Yeah, so it's like, they're very quick, very, very quick scenes just to be like, okay, the wife's jealous, okay, now she's flirting with this guy, you know, just to get, like, one point across per scene. Yeah. I mean, I give him props for moving things along, but there were points in time where I was just like, why do we need this? This is too much. I get it. She's like, she wants all the dudes. Mm -hmm. So I I think this could have been a lot shorter. And actually, it was shorter, but it felt so much longer than uh, the other movies that we watched. Like, this was an hour and 20, Mm -hmm. and this felt really long. This felt like a two-hour movie. Okay, so uh, Paul decides to tell the nurse that Miranda's a mermaid, and she takes it well. She takes it very well, but I think that's why he picked her in the first place, because when he calls her at first, he's like, she's the one who is a little bit eccentric and out there. Mm -hmm. And the nurse points it out, because I guess when the last time that they worked together, he had mentioned something along those lines. So So she's there to take care of her... Um, take care of her needs when Paul can't, because it looks suspicious when Paul does, because he's a man. Um, yeah, but, And just well, keep her under wraps. He wasn't doing a very good job of that. Okay, so, Nigel and Isabel come over because they all plan to go to the opera, because Miranda really wants to go to the opera, and, of course, she she's really flirting with Nigel hardcore at this point. Well, I mean, who wouldn't? He was a very attractive man. Yes. <laughs> See, you got that out of watching the movie. Yes, but I quickly, like, slowly disliked him for oh. his... I don't like it when people cheat on one another. I get that it's a thing that people do and that it happens in real life, but I think that it's a horrible thing. And how it was treated in this movie really frustrates me. Mm-hmm. I was just like, it's mermaids, so. (laughs) How real can you get? They're under her spell. Yes, but I don't know. She knew what she was doing. Yes, she did. Um, so she's flirting with Nigel, and she asks him to paint her because she's 
Because he's, he's a painter. Yeah, he's an artist, and she's never had her portrait done before. Right. Now, at this point, I thought it was going to go a bit Titanic. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. And just like, have me, have her uh, be painted like one of his French girls? Yeah. <laughs> and with tail and all, and everybody would have been like, that's an artistic re- rendition. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it didn't. She just got painted as if she was a normal girl holding her pearls. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Okay, so she goes to see Nigel under the guise, with with the nurse, under the guise that they're going to the museum. Yeah, because we can't let the doctor know that she's going to see another man. Yeah, on the way, she eats, like, 50 pounds of cockles. Oh, it was more than 50 pounds of cockles. That is... Okay, at the beginning, this was like a a platter. A giant platter. Yeah, of just mountains of cockles. Which I've never had cockles, and the way that they were describing them was that they are for the lower class, essentially. Mm-hmm. But she, like, chowed down. She had, like, 60 bowls of cockles. She had a healthy appetite. Okay, so yeah, then there was the secret painting session with Nigel, which I don't know why anybody... She ate raw fish constantly, and I don't know why they weren't like, your breath smells like fish. Or they'd walk into a room where she just was and was like, where's that? What's that fish smell? Like, nobody ever said anything no, about nobody. awful it must have smelled like fish everywhere. Yeah, it was never anything that smelled. It was always just, oh, you're so terribly cold. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Yeah. It's like, okay, but she has a tail. Yep. Under that dress. I'm sure as it's drying out, it kind of smells like dead fish. Oh, Okay. So, secret <laughs> painting session leads to secret smoochies. Yes. And I'm not going to give away the ending, but I do want to ask this question later on. Okay. But yeah, they do this, this secret smooching thing, and it's like not just regular smooching. It's like constantly making out. And need I remind you that this man is engaged to Isabel. He's been engaged for three three days, three days after having been going out with her for three years, which is a long time. Yeah. For us young youngsters. <laughs> it's better than getting engaged very, very quickly, mm-hmm. um, in my opinion. So after that, the next day, she has a rendezvous with Charles, remember Charles the chauffeur, to the zoo. Just as like, let's go to the zoo. Yeah, this was weird. Okay, so they're, they went to the sea lion exhibit mm-hmm. in the London Zoo, and it's feeding time. And she is sitting in her chair. They cut back and forth to the, uh, the zookeeper tossing out these uh, fish to the sea lions, and then to her, sitting in her chair, licking her lips. Because mm-hmm. she's clearly hungry. And this is making her hungry. She is just a very hungry and horny mermaid. So then, does she, like, bewitch it or something? Because he magically ends up throwing a fish in her direction, and she catches it in her mouth. I don't know how it happened, because it was a lot of editing where they just show reactions. That's true. But yeah, at this point, it seemed the most, like, not fit for the genre. Like, it suddenly became a cartoon. Yeah. Like, you would definitely see it in another movie, but not, like... Not a romantic comedy. Right. And I don't even feel like this was a romantic comedy. Because there wasn't any romance. 
There was she just, was wooing all the guys in the was, movie. She was wooing all the guys. Okay, I guess I should just clarify that I see this more as a goofball kind of like comedy thing mm-hmm. with just like hints of romance where it doesn't necessarily need to be classified as a romantic comedy. Do you get what I'm trying to say here? Mm. Like it was just it was just a comedy. It was just meant to be funny. It was a it was a caricature of something that the mythos of a mermaid could be. So, because we don't actually have a relationship that really, like, ends up with Miranda. It's just, she's there, she, like, screws up all the relationships for a little bit, and then mm-hmm. she leaves, and all the relationships kind of fix themselves. Mm-hmm. So, That's true. She's the new gal in town. But then she gets into the fight with the seal. Did we talk about that? No, not yet. So after <laughs> she eats the, 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 the fish, the sea lion's very angry at her and barks at her, and she barks back at him until, like, Charles, like, wheels her away. Yeah, like, uncomfortably. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I it was like, how could you fall in love with this person at this point, dude? She's, like, talking to sea lions and being weird. That's what I do at the zoo. I bark at the sea lions, too, but... I'm in a very committed relationship, <laughs> and he understands my craziness, maybe. I okay. don't know. So then, um, Charles and Miranda are in a park, <laughs> and there's some more kissing, kisses. Oh, yeah. Lots of kisses. This is the most kissing we've ever seen yes. so far. <laughs> there's been more kissing in this than the previous movies combined. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, finally. <laughs> People are kissing. <laughs> Finally, people are kissing and doing it and going crazy. I feel like this movie is a bit ahead of its time. Like, if it was, it seemed a bit free love, so, like, kind of 60s. We're not even in the 50s yet. Yeah. It was British. <laughs> well, the Brits were a little bit more pro- progressive. Yeah, we're all prudes here. And... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then Claire goes to interrogate the designer... And then she interrogates Paul. She goes, there's something very fishy about this case. Yeah, that's brought up several different times. I like that. (laughs) Something fishy about this girl. (laughs) She's got fish tails. She's a mermaid. (laughs) Okay, so we're after, after Charles at the park, like, makeout session. Because he, at one point, like, is on top of her. Like, she pulls him on top of her. And then they cut away. And then they cut away. Yeah. I feel like, because they cut away from Nigel's kissy-kissy as well. So, was she just like, I don't know how mermaids have sex. I'm starting... Nobody knows. I'm starting to believe that they just do it through their mouths, or that's just how it happens. I'm trying to be scientific about this, Justine. I need to know. Did you look it up? No, there's nothing in the myths about how they procreate. There's nothing on Wikipedia? No. Okay. <laughs> they just do. <laughs> By magic. Magic. Okay. Okay, Paul gives Charles the night off because he's going to take Miranda somewhere. And this is the first time that they've been alone since the, the, the beginning cave. of the movie. Yep. yep. So they're driving... And she sees a, a pond, and she's like, let's go. Put me, put me by the edge. And then she's like, unzip me. Yeah. And <laughs> it was very like, oh my goodness, for the time. And he's 
he's a married man, and he, like, gets, he's resistant at first, but then he's like, oh, okay, yeah, goes for it. I thought, well, I think in the U.S. production code, you can't show extramarital affairs. No. Right, so this is, like, the Brits were like, whoa. Well, the Brits <laughs> saw our code and, like, gave us the finger. Yeah. <laughs> they, she's like, let's get naked. So they are kissing, so they're kissing, and then they go skinny dipping. Yeah, in this pond. Yeah. And they, like, have a splash fight, and then it does that weird, like, watery f- dissolve Mm-hmm. And then there, uh, it cuts to Claire at home waiting. She's reading her book in bed, and she's obviously been waiting up for Paul. Um, and he's not home yet. Yeah. And it's really late. Yeah, they, they sneak, they try to sneak back into the house. He's carrying her, of course. And she does that whole, like, parent thing where she opens the door and the light goes on them. Like, yeah. Like, catches them. And it's like, it's very late tonight. What are you doing? And she's like... Is it raining out? Yes, why is your hair that way? Yeah. He's like, no, no, it's all good. I'm just, I'm just putting her in the bed. Doctor's orders. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> That's how I'm going to screech whenever I get in trouble. Now. Doctor's orders! <laughs> That's how it was in any instance where any, like, rational logic started to question this. It was just like, doctor's orders! No! She needs the salt water. Oh, the Brits. <laughs> okay, um, then she's with Nigel again to see his painting, and she she wants to give him a present, so she gives him this locket. It's got a lock of her hair. It's a, what does she call it? A, a token of the love that might have been. Yeah, because she says, I'm leaving soon. <laughs> yeah. Very, in that, like, ethereal kind of, mystical voice just i'm leaving soon Mm -hmm. i must go for i have somewhere nice to be in may Mm -hmm. (laughs) peace out yeah (laughs) (laughs) much love um okay so miranda miranda Miranda. because it has to be said in threes Okay, so then there's a scene between Miranda and the nurse, and she's talking about, she's like, oh, Paul wants to know why you like the museum so much, because obviously she's been lying to Paul for her whenever she goes to Nigel or Charles. Yeah. Yeah, that's all that scene was. was. Um, yeah. And then we go back to Nigel, and Isabel comes over to his place. And he's trying to hide the painting. Like, he's doing a terrible job. Yeah, he's... Like, just holding up his arms, like, in front of his easel. He's got it, like, turned around. And obviously, like, don't look over here. Act casual. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, leaning up against the easel. And then he, like, slowly pushes it with his foot behind him. Yeah, which it's... makes her go, like, oh, is that your new painting? Can I see it? Yeah. It's so dry. Uh, it, it totally draws her attention to the painting itself. Yeah, and of course, it's a painting of Miranda, and she... Dun, dun, dun. She and him fight. She can't get her ring off to throw it at him because it's a huge rock. It's taken over her hand. <laughs> it is huge. For him being an artist and not, like, <clears throat> seeming to not have a lot of money, that thing is huge. And she said it was an emerald? Mm-hmm. 
you know, I think that she's making all the money in her hat business and he gets an allowance. I believe that. Mm-hmm. Totally would believe that. Which would, like, make the betrayal much worse. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they get in a big, big fight and she throws his food on the painting and ruins it. Yes. Next we see Charles. Charles all this time is he's had a relationship with a maid. Yes, they were engaged to be married. Betty? I think that's what her name was, yes. Yeah, they had a very not commented on relationship. You didn't see them a lot. It just, we knew they were together. Yeah, I feel like, because you only get a few scenes with each relationship, like Mm -hmm. being together at the beginning, and I feel like that was done on purpose so that you don't, you don't hate Miranda for what she's doing. Mm, but you hate Miranda. But I hated Miranda for what she was doing, because I knew what she was doing, and I knew she knew what she was doing, and that just frustrated me. <laughs> um, so Charles is breaking it off with Betty. Yeah, he's saying that he has a love that can never end, or something, like, British. Yeah. And causes Betty to cry. So she's crying, which gets Claire's attention, and then Claire is telling... Her, and, and, and Claire's piecing things together because she's heard from Isabel, I think, at this time. Yes. And she just, she knows that Miranda is wooing up all the men. So they're, they're talking about her, talking about how odd she is, peculiar. And Betty is like, and the weirdest thing is, she doesn't wear any panties. Yes, which is like the first clue <laughs> on Claire's little scavenger hunt to the dictionary where she has to look up what a mermaid is. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. Isn't she sitting? No, wait. No, no, no. First, here it is. Okay, so the whole, like, she doesn't wear any panties. She has them, which means she doesn't wear them because they're not on her. Well, clearly. Yeah. So, Miran- so Claire starts going through Miranda's stuff. She sees the panties are there. She sees a giant shell in her personal belongings. Yeah. And she she noticed that her goldfish are slowly missing <laughs> from her tank in the foyer. Um, but then she sits down. She's reading her magazine. And then she sees an advertisement for some sort of body scrub or something. Yeah, it's like a mermaid sugar scrub is what it is. Yeah, so it's a picture, an illustration of a mermaid, and then she's like, oh, puts it together. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. And then, yeah, she runs to the dictionary, and she's got to look up what mermaid What a mermaid is. is. Which, if you don't know what a mermaid is, I will explain it to you. She is a siren that sits on a rock and persuades or sailor or sings to bring sailors to their death so that they can kidnap them and either eat them or there's many different ways to go about it. Because if they capture a man, they can actually go on land, something along those lines. There's many different ways uh, to why they capture sailors. But that's what a mermaid is. She is half fish, half woman. Yeah, I just wanted it to be like, oh my god, she's stealing all the men, she's gonna eat them, I'm going to kill her. Like, I wanted to turn into a mermaid <laughs> at the end. It did not. The only way to kill a mermaid is with silver bullet through the heart. Yeah, I don't think it was that progress. Uh, I don't think we had progressed into that ty- those type of B-movies also, in the 40s. Yeah, well, I also wanted to turn into like, it seemed kind of like an episode of Doctor Who to me. Oh, yeah, it totally could have been an episode of Doctor Who. Doctor Who would have done it better, but... Doctor Who would have definitely... The Doctor, 
The doctor would have definitely fallen in love with the mermaid. Yes. And then the... The companion would have had to save him. Yes. And it would have been lovely. Yeah. If that hasn't been As long done... as Stephen Muffet didn't write it. Yeah. Okay, so where are Paul and Miranda at this time? They're at an opera again all alone. Well, yeah, she persuades Paul. They were going to go out to, like, dinner or, like, to the show or, or to the movies. And she's like, oh, no, I must go to the opera again. And he's like, well, I'd have to change. And she's like, please, I must, ter- I terribly want to go to the opera again. And so he's like, okay. Really, it was very easy to manipulate these men. Mm-hmm. It, it was way too easy to manipulate these men. Yep, so uh, halfway through an intermission, she asks him for some water, so he leaves. So she sits up on the balcony, and she starts singing the opera. And, like, the band starts up playing, because they're really confused, and then everybody around is, like, getting really upset. Well, like, they're confused because... Well, the audience is not as much upset. They're confused because they're thinking that the opera's coming back, and, like, everybody's rushing back from the bathroom. Um, and then the, the, uh, the operatic singer in the background with her long hair and her, like, hat, um, is pissed. She's, like, staring at her and flipping, she does the hair flip, Mm -hmm. and is just like, girl, we gonna go down tonight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's all I remember from that scene, was just how sassy the opera singer was. Nobody does opera in my opera house. Yeah. Except me. Yep, so then Paul comes back in and, like, scoops her up and rushes her quickly out of it. And Mm -hmm. she's like, at least I can say I sang at the opera house. Yeah. Okay, so then back at the house, Nigel comes over to see Miranda, but only Claire is there. So they're talking for a little bit. And then Charles comes over to see Miranda. Claire, at this point, remember, knows that she's a mermaid, and she's trying to coyly ask the the men in separate, like, so what do her legs look like? And they're like, I'm a gentleman. Yeah. They get very coy about it. Yeah. And they both want to ask for her hand in marriage. And then they re- they realize that they've been played. Yeah, they both pull out their love tokens. Yeah. <laughs> that they've conveniently, like, it's just like a button that they unbutton and pull it out to show each other because they're like, oh no, I'm going to, I really wanted a fight to break out in this instant. I was just like... There would this would be an appropriate time for a fight. Like somebody throw a punch. Mm-hmm. Instead, they just like stare at each other, like all melancholy, e, and take off their token. Like Nigel says that he needs to to write a letter. Writes a letter and takes off his token. And then Charles just takes off his token and gives it to Claire. And then goes back to talk to Betty. the maid. Yeah, and then Isabel comes over to cry, um... With Claire. With Claire, but Nigel, since he's there, he hears her and he comes and they make up. And, um, Claire, she just kind of fixes everybody. Yeah. That's all her role in this entire movie was, to just fix everything. Mm-hmm. All the while, she was being conned. Mm-hmm. While her husband was out spooching with the mermaid. Mm-hmm. Paul and Miranda come back home, and Claire's doing the classic crossword trick. Yeah, where... She's like, what's the seventh letter word beginning with M for a mythical sea creature, also known as a sea cow? (laughs) And that's when Miranda, like, gets really upset. She's like, girl, you did not just call me a sea cow. 
I ain't gonna stand for this. And uh, she sits on her little couch and, like, stares at her directly. And Paul is trying to, like, figure out how to hide things from Claire. And Miranda's just like, no, Paul, she knows. Mm-hmm. And then Claire, of course, is shocked. She's like, oh, my God, you really are a mermaid. Yeah, but she deals with it very well. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I had a mermaid, I would not deal with it that well. I feel like if Sam were playing around with a mermaid, there might be consequences. Yeah. Um, so Claire tells Miranda that the men have come over and that they both have given up or that it's it's over between them. And then she's kind of like, oh, well, I've lost the men. Yeah, she's like, silly humans in your weird acceptance of presence. Yeah. And then it's just kind of like Paul takes her into the the room so that she can go to bed. Yeah. And puts her, he, she has to be put in her wheelchair. And then she, like, wheels away. Well, I wrote down, first she, she wants kisses and then sends him back to Claire. Oh, yeah. And then she makes her escape. Yeah. So she's just wheeling her the chair around while the two argue about whether to put her in a freak show or not. <laughs> yeah, basically. She uh, eats the last goldfish, though. Yep, she's gotta have a snack on the run. And, um, uh, yeah. She just wheels herself to the ocean. They, they see that she's gone. They, they try to follow, but it's too late. She's jumped into the ocean. And she's gone. She's gone from their lives. And she has a, a baby. Yeah. It cuts, the last scene of the entire movie is her with a baby. Yep. Baby with a fish tail. A baby mer. It's a, uh, it says in, on Wikipedia that it is a merboy. Merman! It's a boy. Apparently, he does not come back in the sequel, so... Maybe he got eaten by a shark. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, it's a merbaby. So, Ashley, you, you really didn't like the movie. No, I didn't. Because it was a lot of cheating and... It's not it because it's, it's just... It's fine if that's, like, your thing and you want to be promiscuous. I, I just don't like... I... Being cheated on is, like, the worst feeling in the world. It is devastating, and it is devastating being manipulated into cheating on somebody without your knowledge. And that is... That whole thing, I just don't like it. I don't like any type of reference to it, so that's... Mm -hmm. It's just not my thing. Well, to me, I took it as kind of the cautionary tale of forget that bachelor lifestyle and like what you have in front of you. I didn't get that from this. I wish I could agree because they do all end up back together again, but it's not because the men kind of realize what they had in a sense. It's just like, oh, well, the mermaid's gone. Let's get back together kind of thing. I don't know. I got that strongly at the end. Well, especially between Claire and Paul. Yeah, they do. Like, it, it parallels the movie where, or the beginning of the movie where they were talking about how maybe a holiday apart would be good for them. And mm-hmm. then. See, I think it's a little symbolic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll agree. I still don't like it. I don't know. I grew up with The Little Mermaid. I grew up with, like,. <laughs> Mermaids being happy people and not crazy backstabbing bitches. But you said that's like in the lore. That's what it they is. Are. It is in the lore. That's what it, they are. And that movies like Little Mermaid and Splash have kind of 
softened that yeah, their image. Disneyfied them. Yes. But there's still like that little kid in me, that little girl who's just like, wouldn't it be really cool to be a mermaid? We've all done that thing at the swimming pool where you pretend, well, maybe not you, I'm sorry, but uh, I, I was I was on the swim team. Every little girl did that. You pretended to be a mermaid. Sometimes even some of the boys did it because it's just, there's something fascinating about the sea. There's something fascinating about being underwater and seeing, like, the way that the light hits it, and it's just completely different from being above the water, and it's scary and yet very peaceful in it so you kind of have those fantasies that you relate that that comfort to mm-hmm. and I think that that for me that's one of them so for this it was just kind of like tearing down that that image that I have of that comfortability and that that made me just like want to push it away and be done with it <laughs> Now, I wish I watched Splash recently, like I said, but you... It's been a couple of years, but I do remember most of it. How it's... do you think it compares? Splash is a very similar concept, but the difference is, is that Daryl Hannah, who plays the mermaid in Splash, she, once she, her tail drives, she has legs, which has become another thing. Um, within mermaid lore that has been added on Yeah, when she's in water environment, she has the fin. Yeah. Um, which makes it a lot easier for her to assimilate and hide. Um, but that's more of, like, a love story Mm -hmm. to me. Like, they, Tom Hanks and her fall in love in, um, New York. She ends up, uh, uh, being found off of a fishing boat in, uh, New York Harbor. And... Um, the fishermen bring her because they're assuming she's just a naked woman who like fell and hit her head and she doesn't remember who she is kind of thing because she can't she won't tell them who she she'll give them a name but she won't tell them where she's from or anything like that she just kind of plays it as she can't remember and so that becomes like a really long love story and Tom Hanks wants to marry her and all this stuff but she then desires to go back to the sea because that's who she is and she realizes that there's it doesn't matter where you come from, you can find happiness, or it's, the grass isn't greener on the other side all the time. I think mm. that's the lesson from that movie, where she realizes that the human world isn't what she thought it was, and it's not any better than where she left, and she misses home, she misses her family, and all that stuff, and at the end, he chases after her, and she has magic mermaid powers that make him capable of breathing underwater as long as he chooses to stay with her, which he does, and they go off to the mermaid city. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's, like, some other subplots where the government finds out about her and wants to test on her and do all these weird, crazy things, and he saves her. So, I don't watch that again. Yeah, I feel like it's the same kind of concept of the mermaid coming to land to find love and to find to find happiness um it just does it better in my opinion because I felt like I could feel for the characters in that movie in this movie I'm just like I don't care what happens either way I'm just kind of whatever with this this concept of it personal preference I guess (laughs) well fine yeah like I said I take it more of like a as a cautionary tale yeah, no, I get it. I get where you're coming from. I totally understand it. I just didn't see it the same way because I was 
too wrapped up, I guess, in my whole... <laughs> You're destroying my childhood right now. Aww. <laughs> we don't want that. No. It wasn't destroying it. It was just nagging, you know, at those those things that you have. Those childhood hopes and dreams and stuff. There can be bad mermaids, too. We'll just leave it at that. Evil mermaid aliens. Dun, dun, dun! All right, so we were ready to give it a rating? Mm-hmm. Um, I will rate this three seashells. She sell bras? Oh, we didn't talk about the fact that her hair was her bra. Did you not catch that? No. In the beginning, her... She had this wig that attached, and it was holding up her boobs. Oh, good. <laughs> That's good. Her hair was her bra. I forgot. I wrote that down, too. <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to give it one mythos dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I just, I just didn't like it. Okay. So, next week... We're going to be watching 1949's Adam and Evelyn. I feel like this is a Genesis rewriting of Adam and Eve. I don't know. You'll have to tell me. Okay. So you can listen to us, download us, and find all of our episode information at our website, thecutaways.com. We would really, really, really appreciate comments ratings yeah especially on this episode since ashley and i have uh yeah we some different takes yeah please give us your feedback we love feedback um we're on itunes and also we do have a comment feature on our website on Mm -hmm. the blog so you can just leave a comment with uh that episode and also like us and uh follow us on twitter uh you can find us just by searching the cutaways podcast and there we are There we are. Yep. Alright, thanks guys. Bye.